Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. So buckle up and grab the old poop bar and enjoy the ride. Did you just say poop? Dun, 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 Episode 176 brought to you by the NFL. The No Fun League. Yeah, you thought I was going to get a suit, didn't you there, brother? <laughs> the NFL is sponsoring Critical Thinking Podcast. Are you ready for that, brother? Are you ready? I thought you were about to go, oh, yeah. You had a whole fucking no, Marty Macho Man going up real quick. I'm telling you what, man. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> My Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> you fucked it all up that again. I done fucked it up huh? no, I fucked yeah. it up again Aaron. Hey, hey, Aaron anyway. hey, got his ass kicked yesterday that's right by that goat Tom <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brady all he does is win 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 no matter what <laughs> I think I think Tom got a little pissed off because someone talked some shit about him uh, the week before oh yeah messing up and thinking it was third down and it was fourth down yeah uh, Tom how many fingers am I holding up Stop your damn drinking before the game. Like, three, three. That's like that shit in uh, uh, Shrek. Pick three, mo- pick number two, my lord. He's holding up three fingers. Was- like what the fuck? Man, he thought he was. He thought he was. Uh, what you call it? Snake Eyes Wilson. Oh yeah, he can see the. Can I can see, see the. Guys. I can see the dice before they hit the ground. The number is four. Four. That's a six, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got something in my eye. Get something out your motherfucking eye. <laughs> hey, ain't going to be too many motherfuckers on here. <laughs> you know, we really got to do a retro rewind of Harlem Nights. That movie's just too much cussing. More cussing than I can handle. Yeah, there are a lot of motherfuckers in that movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. I'm just... <laughs> it's like we watch the movie and take a shot every every time we hear a motherfucker. Well, goddamn, are we going to do the show after the, after the movie? Because then we'll be too fucking drunk to do it. <laughs> uh, Rick. <laughs> a shot of what? Cocaine! <laughs> and I knew I knew Miguel was going to take a, a good laugh at the picture I put for last week's. That was a great picture for the episode, by the way. That's perfect. Pick Dr. Rodson. It was awesome. I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> so today, for this next one, you're going to have the Super Bowl trophy for the NFL. The Lombardi trophy? The Lombardi trophy. Uh, well, hopefully I don't get a... Hey, man, don't we want that cease and desist? <laughs> we'll try. Also, we get cease and desist. We get everything. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was all Rick's idea, NFL. I had nothing to do with it. I was like, hey, you shouldn't have the pictures up there for free. A lot of people are saying <laughs> that the NFL... <laughs> yeah, man. So I don't know who's going to sponsor us. Gelatinous ooze, plasma, alcohol... Cold, shit, we could be sponsored by COVID. We won't give a shit. Brought to you by the disease of the 2020. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Anyways, well. So, before you say it. What's don't that? Say it. Don't say what? Don't say it. You don't said it twice already. What? You said it. It? Yes. <laughs> I told you to quit. <laughs> but anyway, you guys know why we're on 176. I told Rick this earlier. I said, why was seven afraid of six? Or why was six afraid of seven? Rick said he didn't know. I told him because seven, eight, nine. Rick told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what you looking at? Uh, hold on. You getting nasty pictures? Yeah. Okay. This is brought to you by CNN. 
Hello, I'm Bernard King. This is 60 Minutes. Today on 60 Minutes, we will discover why billionaire tycoon Rick the Rizzo Lopez decided to embezzle two dollars from the IRS. <laughs> he didn't pay his taxes on them two dollars. We're gonna ask the grilling questions. Now, now let's go to my colleague, Miguel. <laughs> What's that other guy's name? I can't remember. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Bernard King, and this is 60 Minutes. I'm not. I'm trying to think of another skit. Oh. <laughs> this is Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> God dang. Man, you know, for today, you know, are we, uh, I'm lost. Rick, it, it done lost his mojo. It lost his mojo. If someone has a mic, I'm usually holding this. The mojo is not here. The mojo? The, majo- the Michonne. The mojo. You're going to lose a head. <laughs> you said Michonne? What are you, a freaking zombie? <laughs> Zombies! COVID! Ah! Ah! Anyways, how was your week, sir? Well, it depends on how you want to look at it. I look at it in different colors. I just don't look at everything in black and gray because that's racist. <laughs> Black and gray. That's okay. right. You gotta keep the white out. But uh <laughs> Nah man, week was okay. I don't remember what the fuck happened. I just know what happened on Saturday night. I went Uber. And then I spent most of my time in the Missouri City, Sugar Land, Foster, not Foster, what's that town out there? Georgia, whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know what's beyond Missouri City. Fresno. Fresno, yeah. I thought it was in California. And then, and I, I don't even know where the fuck I was at a couple times. Uh, that's how I get. That's how I get when I'm out there. Well, hold on. We'll come back to the Uber part. All right. Other than that, your week was okay. My week was all right. I mean, I got laid a couple of times, but you know, I'm just you know, it was just busy working. You know, work, work. You know, work Mexican work. <laughs> that kind of shit. How about you? Uh, same thing. Well, not Mexican work, just work. You know. Yeah, uh, looking for my water. Uh, we have no water today, sir. Damn. What my bang? No bang. Damn. You forgot to pick up stuff on the way here. That's some shit. But anyways. Like you had one my... job. Nigga, you had one job. I had to pick up all kinds of other stuff for everybody over here. And so you kept multiple jobs, and the one main job was to bring something to drink. Shut up. I need sustenance. These big lips, they need they need some lotion or some water or something, or some chapstick or something. You got some, you got some chapstick? No. <laughs> you got to quit doing that cocaine. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, my week was over. Like, last week I didn't work. This week I'm back to work. Uh, like I said, I Ubered with you. I also voted on Saturday. That's right. I uh, did my early vote. A lot of people were saying he was going to vote for Biden. That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting way they did it this time. The uh-huh. way they Because I remember, I don't know. You have to go there and give a semen sample before you can vote. Man, I was there for a while. I was like banging and banging. No, That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, uh, you know, like before, you know, the, the wait little. Minute, wait, wait, wait. Banging and banging? What the fuck you slapping <laughs> it around for? <laughs> Have why fun. You, why are you hitting it on the wood? That's what they call it, you know. Dude, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> you're going to break your shit. going to get one with a U-curve. They say beat your meat, right? No, they don't say beat your meat. <laughs> <laughs> I said leave it on the street. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, like before, you know, it was that the whole device that had a little turn dial deal to, to, to make the volts, right? Uh-huh. To go through and click, click. Now it's different. Yeah, mine was like you go down like it was a spreadsheet. Yeah, they give you a stylist. Yeah, yeah. They gave us a stylus over here in Rosenberg, uh-huh. and then they gave us a whole big old long, like a, it look, I thought it was, it's just as plain, it looks like a, the size of a Scantron, but okay. longer. 
you know, back in the day, we had the little Scantrons with yeah, the A, yeah, yeah. but it's just blank. There's no stuff on it. It's like, it's just a blank piece of paper, uh-huh. the same thing. And you stick it in the machine, and it gets your name and all, you know, because it has all the stuff on it already. And then you just start picking all the people with the stylus. You did, 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 they really kind of getting the social distancing and that's not touching everything. You know, that's interesting, man. You guys are like behind the times, man, because I live in Podunk, middle of nowhere. And, yeah, we got these big-ass fancy machines. You go in there, they give you a stick, and you just tap it on the screen, and you go that way. You just keep yeah, tapping I was screen. tapping on the screen. But there's no paper. It's just all, it's electronic. Well, what they did over here with us is that it's electronic. You just stick the paper in there. You, well, see, no. you pick everything, and then it prints it all out on the paper. Oh, see, now this is like a kiosk for us where it doesn't have paper. It automatically records electronically. Yeah, I know there's a lot of touching, but that's where you get the stylus. Yeah. And they're probably going to have it where you clean off the stylus before you use it again. No, the, ours was disposable. Okay, that may be that may be the new thing this time. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to go vote yet. I don't know exactly where our early voting set is up set up is yet. Uh, we think we may know where it's at, but I may wind up, I may wind up having to vote the day of the day you vote. So you know. I mean, but like beforehand, it was it was all electronic, like you said before. Mm-hmm. But this time they did it where you stick this in the machine, you make all your picks, and then you hit print, and it prints everything out all coded okay. with you know with the barcodes and everything. And then you just take that one, and then you go to the ballot box, and you draw. It slides it in there, says your ballot's in, you're good. Okay. And it's all electronic, goes in that way. And then you got your little sticker. Yeah, I got my little sticker. Where's it at? Uh, I took it off, and I set it somewhere to, to put it back on again, and uh, my girlfriend threw it away. <laughs> uh, at first, I put it on my forehead, and I was all I, I We took the sticker off, and I went, pow, right on my forehead. My girlfriend looks at me, she's, you are not wearing that on your forehead all day. You could have took a picture of it first. Well, she took it off and put it on my shoulder before I can get pictures. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that noise? Did you hear? No. I heard it plain as day. What? Everybody else in America heard it too. What? Hell, they heard it in fucking Russia. What? I didn't think you didn't. You really didn't hear it. I didn't hear shit. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I hear that all the time with you. <laughs> but... Them whips going, boy. Whoosh, whoosh. What are you talking about, nigga? I'm my own man. No, I hear them whips all the time. That's because I like the whip. That's the difference between you and me. <laughs> you get the whip to stay in line. I get it because I likes it. <laughs> no, you, you I get like it. <laughs> you get it to stay in line. I know. I know your wife. Boy, you I know, know your wife. You know me, and you know ain't nobody ever keep the MIG-1 in order. Shit, the wife even say that. The wife says, I don't know how the fuck this nigga ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's your story. How am I still alive? I don't know. He's talking shit now. She's not here. Most oh. walks in the door. Hey, baby, how you uh, doing? I, I told that. I told that shit. Boy, don't make me dial this goddamn phone right now. I start, I start talking shit like the TikTok you see. Yeah. So I said, woman, you better do this. Right, you better have my dinner when I come home. And then, you know, goes to all his long list, and he looks. And that's what my friend said to his girlfriend. I've never talked to you like that. <laughs> I started laughing at that. She was like, man, you fucking pussies. I was like, he'll be saying that like He'd be like, you're like, Debo, tell me, shut up. I shut up. But once he leave, I'll be talking again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, you know, I am, I have to bury the MiG-1 when I leave here. Because the MiG-1 is going to get me killed. I don't take the MiG-1 home because of the grandson. And the grandson don't need to be around the MiG-1. And <laughs> the MiG-1 is out of control. <laughs> and... Me, myself, I have issues, period, since I'm talking about myself in the third person. And uh, <laughs> the Miguel. Yes, he does talk in the third person, and that's all day. That's right. The Miguel, you see, has had trauma and has had some stuff. 
So that's why I don't do too well. I don't play too well with people. You know, it's surprising we've lasted this long. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I still talk shit. Don't make me pick up that phone. Woman, what you got to say? That's what I thought. <laughs> you don't have her on the phone. But anyways, like today, you know, shut up. Hey, what's her name again? What are you talking about? Your woman. I forgot her name. Her name is Emily. No, it's, it's Whipmaster. Whipmaster. <laughs> Emily Whipmaster 2000. I'm going to buy a whip for Christmas. God. <laughs> I'm going to get your name and label. Rick Stranger. Damn. <laughs> uh, funny is today... All right, uh, she works at the clinic, right, the over Memorial, and they get busy as hell. And then sometimes she's shorthanded. Lately, she's always been shorthanded. Huh? And you going to give her a hand? No. <laughs> you know, at lunchtime, she usually, uh, sometimes she doesn't have time to call to go get something to eat or so you, to take off. You, so you, you Uber it over there? Well, I'll DoorDash her something to eat uh-huh. or, like, on my days off, we usually have lunch together uh-huh. and everything. So today... Today I sat there. I said, "Hey, if you know, if you're gonna let me know if you if you need me to, if, to order you anything or or if oh, you're you gonna go." Yeah, I got okay. the DoorDash. Okay. And she says, "She goes okay." So if I, she told me if I didn't hear anything by eleven o'clock mm-hmm. at, at eleven, then go ahead and order something because she's been she's busy. Mm-hmm. I said that's fine, knowing that I didn't know I knew it was gonna rain, but I know it was raining at that time here. Mm-hmm. So I went on ahead, and it was like a little five after eleven. I said, "Okay." She hadn't, she hadn't messed me. She must be real busy. I ordered some food through DoorDash, and I had it set to be delivered around 11.45, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, I tell her, I say, hey, I text her, I said, I ordered you some food, yada, yada. She goes, okay, thank you. Uh, I'm swamped and everything else, I understand, and so forth. And, when, you know, went on about, you know, regular, I was still doing work at work and everything. All of a sudden, I get a, uh, look at a text that said, oh, food has been picked up, should be on its way over there soon. Here it is, 12 o'clock, and I'm looking at the DoorDash app, and it shows the GPS, mm-hmm. and he's nowhere near her her office. Uh-huh. He's on the other side of 59, and not over here where on, okay. on, I'm like, is this guy moving? I went back and checked, went back and checked, went back and checked, and it was, he wasn't moving. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Uh-huh. And so I... Text him to see if he was going to, you know, you can text your, your driver. Uh-huh. And he had moved. And then all of a sudden she goes, hey, did, is it on its way? I said, I know I texted you. And she goes, yeah, it was like 11, 11.39 when I texted her saying he picked it up. And uh-huh. literally, it's down the street right? from where he went, you know. I was like, this town street, he should be there in like five minutes. I get there in like five minutes, less than five minutes. So I was like, I don't know. So I called him instead. And Eat I said, your food. well, I can tell you, know, you can tell he's foreign. I can tell you he's in the Asian perspective. He's okay. not Indian, but he's either Vietnamese, Chinese, or Japanese on that Asian perspective. Gotcha. Um, I'm not trying to be a racist or anything on this one. Why you don't deliver my girl for my food? <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just asked. I was like, hey, are you going to deliver the food? I mean, you're on the wrong side of the 59 according to the GPS. He said he's having a problem with the, with, the, with the phone, with the signal over there or whatever and everything. And I was like, well, I can kind of guide you to get over there if you need me to get over there. Let me know what road you're on and I can, I can tell you which way to go. I can zoom in and get you on the right road. And he was all like, well, yeah. he goes, well, I already made the deliveries. And I was like, they should have it already. I was like, according to this, you haven't made any, you haven't dropped it off. It's still showing you going over there. And he goes, well, who is it for so-and-so, so-and-so? I was like, 
he mentioned another name, and then he mentioned Rick. And I was like, yeah, Rick is mine. And he goes, hey, it's already dropped off at the school. And I'm like, mine's not going to the school. He goes, oh, he dropped it off at the goddamn high school. Dumbass. I was like, this motherfucker. I text, I text my girl back. I told her, I said, I'm sorry. I don't know why he's not there yet. She's already, she's hangry now. Mm-hmm. And so she went back inside and got something from the vending machine. I'm here trying to get the guy to get the food over there. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, I'm totally sorry. I uh, didn't know this was going to happen. It's not my fucking fault. And I'm here apologizing for this shit. And I was yeah. like, I was pissed. So I'm here arguing with the guy on the phone at the same time, and I'm trying to talk to her, saying I just hung up on his fucking ass. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, I said, "Look, I'm gonna cancel this, get my money back, and so forth." She goes, "Okay," I said, "I'll get back to you in a minute." Now I'm already going into my lunch. I hadn't even clocked out for lunch yet. So I messaged DoorDash, and I'm like, "Hey," and they're like, "You ask you what type of problem, whatever." And I, and I told him, went there, and and I flat out long ass fucking text. This is the first time I ever text this fucking fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the driver dropped it off at the wrong spot. He had two orders. He put them both in the same location. And he didn't even bother reading that one goes here, one goes here. He just said they both went there. And I go, that is not right. That's that. I understand if it has high demand and they can take two orders at the time and deliver one and deliver the other one. But make sure that they're delivering to the right locations. I go, this is some bullshit. And the Uber, the Uber, the uh, DoorDash. DoorDash, you know, they're they're very nice. They're like, so sorry while this happened. They gave me $5 credit, and they gave him my money back, and then he has to pay for the fucking food. And then uh, he sat there. He he actually went all the way to school, got the food back. After me and my girl, uh, she let me go get my lunch, which I just went to the cafeteria in the building. And I came back, and she called me, and we were talking. And, and she goes, well, I'm going to go in the, go back in because she was clocking in. And then she calls me back about maybe 10 minutes after she clocks in, she was guess what's sitting on my desk? The food. The food. So yeah, DoorDash is already refunding my money, mm-hmm. and I go, well, it's free food. You can eat it, or you can do. She goes, I don't know if anybody touched it over there. Exactly. At the th-. I was like, well, oh, your choice. You can eat it, or you can give it to somebody at work. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I was like, I understand if you're not going to eat it. I totally understand. But that's the first time. I mean, when I told her, Jess, I go, I understand we get all kinds of foreigners that want to. This is the easiest job to get. But please sure they understand how to read English. Now, here's a problem I have with that story. Shit sounds made up. No, it's not. I fucking with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, actually, I got a couple points to make on this story. Because this seems to happen a lot. And not with you, but with men in general. And I actually had a discussion with my other half, as you would like to say, the whip master, as you like to think she is, which she is not, because MIG-1 runs himself. My wife tends to like to ask me to get her something to eat every damn time before I get ready to go out to go Uber, or I'm about to clean my damn car. And I'm like, I ain't doing that no more. You know I want to start this particular time. You know I want to be out here. I got to leave here to here to go clean my car, this and this. That's not going to happen no more. Quit doing that crap to me. If you want something, tell me in advance so I can put that into my timetable. So I basically had a little coming to Jesus. Oh, mama. And that's what I'm going to do for you right now. I told my wife, you have two good legs and a vehicle. You can also drive down the street and get the food. So my question to you is, I'm not trying to cause you any, any, any tiff here. She doesn't have the ability to call DoorDash either to get it brought to her rather than waiting on you. Because sometimes I imagine... If you get really busy and you don't, you can't get to your phone, then how's she going to get food? 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no. In other words, I trust. I get. What I, you I know what you're being. I know what you're getting at. I'm being nice to my girlfriend. I get that, and that's all I did. I just told her, "Hey, if you need me to order you something, I will." I got that. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm just. I'm not to say. saying that she's telling me to do this for her. <laughs> that's what you're getting at. No, 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 no. no, no I am no, being no, nice. No, no, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at is does she have the DoorDash app just in case if something was like? Yeah, sometimes she has it as well. Yeah, yeah. But when she's so busy, she can't get to her phone. That's that's that's. She answers phone at her work. Yeah, I'm busting balls here, but no. But and you're trying to say that I'm doing it because she's telling me, but it's not. I'm being nice and doing this I for her. I want to drop the whips on you some more. That's all. <laughs> it kind of backfired on you a bit here. Not because, really. Not really because, at all. Because she didn't tell me. Oh, please order well, my food. I figured she didn't. But my point was, my point was, you know, it's just it's crazy because a lot. I see a lot of this happen to a lot of guys. Where and I'm not using you as an example. It was just fun because it was the only way I could kind of ease in there and drop the whip notion thing. And that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> so no, 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 uh, no. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? No malintent there. I just wanted to do the whip thing. But uh, <laughs> but no, I've noticed this happens a lot, dude. Because when people I pick up an Uber, this is a perfect segue in Uber. I listen to the girls tell the guy to do this and do that. I'm like, what the fuck? You got legs and arms too. Like, what the hell? It's ridiculous. And I've actually seen these women just like curse the guy out. He just sits there and take it. I'm like, I just in my car, just shaking my head. So that's that's what that's why that was in my head thinking about your story, and my my situation. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, you know, no. I was just curious. I was wondering, like, I said the her DoorDash app does it have your your card linked to it as well or hers? Because uh, I don't know how DoorDash works. No, oh, her only mine's hooked up to my card. Her just hooked up to her card. See now, if you're a really good guy, you have her. Her DoorDash hooked up to your car. See, I'm trying to earn you some points now. See, look at that. See, <laughs> Shut that. up. Move that smoothness for you. Look at that. See, look at that. Work that I have her card hooked up to another app. Porn doesn't count, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need porn anymore. I don't know. Maybe you like to watch, see what they're doing and you want to imitate it. Oh, he ain't doing the kaleidoscope. Come on, baby. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's how shit get broke, bro. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> No, no, see. All right, anyway. So, like, I just want to make sure. So, there's no ill intent there. I was just trying to make a point about something else. But it had nothing to do with you. I just wanted to do the whiplashes on you again anyway. And that's that's the, that's going to be the episode. Whiplash. You have to have a dominatrix with some whips. <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> but anyways, let's jump into our Uber stories. Man, let me tell you something about Uber. When it sucks, it sucks dick. And what I mean by that, I don't mean like like not work. I mean it's like you get stuck in an area, and you can't get out. I could not get out of fucking Missouri City, Sugarland, Stafford area to save my fucking life. And when I fucking did, it brought me back to Missouri City, Sugarland, Stafford area. It got so bad, bro. I went almost away the goddamn fucking. Uh, actually, I went downtown on the other side, and the Mexican brought me back to Stafford. Then what is this? You 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 Pacino from uh. The Godfather movie we don't talk about, part three? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? There was a three? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was that messed up. I was like, how in the fuck am I not going to get out of fucking Sugar Land Stafford? It got to the point that I said, fuck this shit. I just put the shit toward AIG so I could try to earn extra promotions. Guess what? I got pinged on the way in the Stafford area to go that way. But then they changed their mind. I went to Sugar Land. <laughs> I was like, I hate this world. I hate this world. What is going on? You uh, Uber Uber gods, you know I need to make some money. Help me here, Jesus. But it's like, but eventually I got out and I got to spend some time, a little bit of time downtown. Got stuck on the street trying to get through the, these clubs. Uh, and then wound up in the hood again. And then from the hood all the way to I-10 and Eldridge. <laughs> and then I-10 was closed. 
that I yeah I know how to go around it. I saw that. She's like, what the hell? This is crazy. The closures this past weekend were ridiculous. Yeah, and it was like you closed off the wrong sections of the freeway that are usually the ones that are n- enormously busy, and it was just crazy to me. But Uber stories. So I have a few. Nothing really crazy. Um, I just remember picking up people in the same area of the messed up place over there down old damn road or whatever it is down there by a golden chick and some other place. And I'll come out and then I see a guy walking from my car, running to the police officer that's next to me in the left turning lane. And he's like, tell him something to point at the gas station. The cop turns his lights off and he zips behind me and goes to the gas station. Like, like right behind me. Like, oh, hell. And then a the woman behind me is like, yeah, something always happening here in this neighborhood. It's not oh, thinking, shit. I think it's a jacking box. Two hours later, I go back down the same fucking street, down the same fucking road to go drop somebody off. I was like, hey, I was just here. Yeah, there's something going on. The cops had somebody over there. She goes, yeah, there's something always going on in this neighborhood. You're the second person that said that. The exact same words. Like, what the hell? It was crazy. That was funny. But, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I bust balls on a lot of shit. I'm a certain way. One thing I am, I like to consider myself as a man of honor. Even though I bust balls and do shit, it's all all in fun. It's all for stupid shit, video games, whatnot. Um, for the show, it's just me being the persona. But one thing I can't take are cheaters and liars. So I pick up a guy. And this is the guy that took me from one side all the way back into Sugar's Lap Seven. This dude bragged the entire time. Yeah, I'm leaving my brand new 2020 truck there because, you know, I don't want to drive and everything. But I was over here because I had this beautiful young girl with a nice big ass and nice big boobs. And I was fucking the shit on her. Yeah, it was all good. But then I got caught. Oh, yeah? What'd you get caught by? Her boyfriend or dad or what? My wife. So we're driving. He's talking about this. Yeah, but she's fine, man. But see, my wife, she 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 don't know. You know she, she, she still needs me whatever. I make all the money. And she's like, oh, so we're using money. To control, because he's illegal. We're using money to control this shit. It's like, okay. I'm like, well, you know what? If you're going to do that shit, then, you know, I'm thinking to myself, just leave your wife then if you're going to be fucking around. Don't, no reason with wife. But then he made the same, well, you know, I got kids too. That pissed me off. And he's still bragging about it. Then he goes, I got seven kids. Seven franchises. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's still bragging about this girl. Well, congratulations, man. Then his wife calls and talking. He's like, well, you don't want me to come there. She goes, I didn't say that. And so you could see that she's very, he has dominated her a lot. Yeah. He's pretty much controlled her, fear of fear of everything and whatnot, and told her, well, when I get there, I want you outside waiting for me. Mr. Mr. Badass, who's never used Uber before, used it for the first time, and he couldn't even put it in the right direction, so I had to put in an address. And he gave me the wrong fucking address. Because he's like, we've got to go this way, this way. No, I don't know why this app is telling you to go that way. It's stupid. You gave me the address, dumbass. Anyway, so yeah, this dude just 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 irritated the fuck out of me. And he sat in the front seat. One star? I couldn't one star him. Because number one, he wasn't being rude to me. He wasn't being ugly to me. He wasn't uh, late. He didn't cause me any problems. He didn't change the thing. He didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't like his lifestyle. So that's not for me to judge. Gotcha. It just irritated the shit out of me and kind of just like sunk, you know, it really, really bothered me a little bit. It was really tough. And I, I get the young guys. Yeah, I got this girlfriend. I got this girlfriend too. And it's, you know, they're not married. So I get that. That's fine. Whatever. You know, I have a daughter. So you know, that shit would kind of piss me off. But this guy, fuck, man, you got seven fucking kids? Dude, 
Grow the fuck up. But I was like, oh my God. Keep it in the pants. So then I go, I pick up some other people, pick up these three ladies. Older ladies and a young girl at some Mexican club. The Mexican guys are going to call it in for them. And he's lip-locking with a young girl. I'm like, and then I see the two older ladies coming to him. And I say, oh, I got three of them. So they all get in the car. Honduras, Ecuadorian, Mexican. They all live together. And the one on the far right, the Honduran woman, was talking Spanish to me. And the other one's like, he doesn't speak Spanish. And she kept on saying something. I was listening to them talking. They're making saying stupid shit. And I'm laughing under my mask. And I understand what they're saying. And she says something, and I responded back to her. They're like, oh. The one of them was like, oh. <laughs> Entiendes? Sí. And I was going to say, sí, pendejo, entiendo, cabrona. But I didn't, I didn't say anything like that to her. I was like, yes, I do. Just because the thing is speaking English doesn't mean I understand. I can't speak Spanish. So she starts talking to me, and I have a conversation with the old lady. Pretty much the old lady seemed like she was hitting on me the whole way. Or she was just being, she's just drunk off her ass. Got a gilf, huh? I don't know. She was drunk. She was, oh. <laughs> anyway, I finally get them. You know where I go? Fucking 90 again. <laughs> South Post Oak, fucking 90 Maine, fucking Stafford again. Here we go again. Drop them off. They get out the car. Looks like the young girl goes off and the two ladies get out and they're holding hands. They're lip blocking. But yeah, I had to start them lower because they two out of three didn't wear masks. And you with no mask. Yes, I did. And I was like, ugh. And then, let's see, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't really, I mean, there was some rides here and there. I had some good people. So one guy, I had one guy picked up at Sugarland. His name was Rommel. Yes, like the general. Okay. He's Filipino. Okay. And I said, Rommel. I, I, when I first thought it, so I said Rommel, because it looked like it said R-O-M-M-E-I. So how do you pronounce your name? And I looked, oh, Rommel. And then it says, picking up Rommel. Oh, shit, Rommel. So, dude, you know your name? He goes, yeah, I know. You probably military? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the other guy was, too. He goes, do you start talking to me just like I was about the history of the names? Yeah, yeah, this is a German, you know, you know, general and blah, 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 with tanks and Patton and all that. And we just talked to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Patton's uh, rival. Yeah, so he starts talking to me about stuff. And I said, yeah, he goes, he goes, and I said, well, he says, yo, my grandfather did some stuff with the Japanese, against the Japanese back in the day. And I was like, well, what, what, uh, what uh, nationality? He goes, oh, you feel, he goes, I'm Filipino. Oh, was he part of the Filipino Rados with Colonel Mucci and all that stuff down there with the raid and all this? He goes, I do believe, he's talking about his grandfather, he was involved in that and a lot of stuff out there doing the raid. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I talked about Captain, you know, about the other guys. Yeah, I've heard that name too. I said, okay, so we just had a good conversation. And he's like, at the end of the ride and everything was done, he goes, he goes, man, I hope I get you again. You were amazing to talk to, brother. He goes, I appreciate it, man. And he's like, and I told him, dude, I was, you know, his dad does some stuff still with the military. And I said, look, man. You tell your father, I appreciate everything he did, and I know your grandfather's passed away by now, but you know what? God bless him for what he did in the war. My grandfather's too, you know, appreciate his service and I mean, your family commitment to this. He goes, you know what? I appreciate yours too. And he like he wanted, he wanted to shake my hand, so we shook hands, and I said, I got some antibacteria, so we're doing, but I'm good. <laughs> but it was it was cool. Uh, it was cool picking him up, but he was in a massive house too. And that's the other story thing. People I picked up in their houses were fucking ridiculous. First woman I picked up, but she's by herself. Fucking house, you can fit this house, that house, you can fit this whole fucking block in our house. I believe it. And she's kind of like bragging. Hey, I got a pool. I got a sauna. I got this. I got a water pool. I got a view of a lake behind me. I got this. Like, well, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and then I pick up an Indian guy. And I was like, well, Dan, that's a nice house. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you do? Oh, we own grocery stores and gas stations. Like, <laughs> I said nothing. I just let it go. He bought the say, Thank you. Come again. I was leaving. But I didn't say it. But the last thing was when I was ready to go home and I was talking to you. 
And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to set this thing to go home. So I'm off a highway. I'm off Eldridge Parkway over there by Highway 6. And I get pinged down high, uh, Eldridge to go toward Bisson Anderson. There's a club. Like, you know, like, you know, them little small ass shopping centers. They yeah. have a club in the corner and they got little stores and, and nail salons and Mexican restaurants. And that's where this one was at. This shit was packed. The guy goes, you coming in here to pick up? Yeah. So he lets me in. I should have never went. I should just stand on the goddamn street. I got stuck in there. Shit. By the time I got out, bro, it was ridiculous. But I got, finally got my guy. He came to the car and I finally got out. I was stuck in there for a long ass fucking time. It was ridiculous. It was so crazy that I saw two black guys almost fight. Big black guys. I saw the big black guy bouncer separate the other guy and I thought somebody was going to get shot. Damn. Even the guy told me, yeah, it looked like some people are going to get shot here. So shit. So we finally back out. We finally get out. So where did I take this guy? Back to... <laughs> no. The fucking regiment. I go in the opposite way of going home. I'm like, how in the fuck is this going to help me get home? <laughs> so after I dropped him off and his dumbass fell asleep in my car. I woke him up when we finally got to the place and his car was there too. And he was talking also about his wife and he's got another girlfriend. I'm like, what the fuck? He was African. It's like, you know what? I don't even know, man. So I got him out of my car and I said, I'm fucking going home. And actually, in his... In his defense, but I'm not really defeating us. Mm-hmm. African cultures, they're allowed to have more than one wife. Okay. But yeah, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I just shook my head and just left, sprayed my car down with alcohol, and drove home and got home by 5 o'clock. A little bit before 5 o'clock. And I, just, I was like, oh. <laughs> that's all I do. Like, oh. Yeah, uh, I got home around 4.50 as well. You got there before me, but I was like, 4.50, I was like, damn, I he was... It. I was like, damn, he's good. (laughs) (laughs) And I got home at 445. Uh, But, yeah, that was a, you had interesting rides. I was just laughing because you got stuck over in Sugarland and Missouri City. And uh, I actually thought I was going to get stuck there. But one, I had one ride that took me out of Missouri City all the way to downtown. Yeah, the only thing is now I'm 189 points to keep in platinum. All I need is 80, 85 points to keep, to Diamond. To, to diamond. How many points does it get to diamond? Six hundred. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, my stories is like it's. I've had interesting ones, you know. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I'm. Hopefully, I'm not mixing them up from last week, but I think this is all this week. Uh, the I had there was all kind of boring at first, but everybody's being all nice. They never noticed the Uber light that I got. <laughs> no one ever noticed it beforehand, but now since COVID and I come back, they're all looking at the Uber light like, oh, that is neat. This is meat rig. Buckle up, please. Says that all on the back of the, the light. The front just says Uber, but the back has everything. It's, it says a whole bunch of signs. Everybody's all intrigued by this this sign. I'm like, okay. So we're all sitting there talking. Uh, first, like, first couple of people, then when I picked up at a club, at one club, they were going to another bar. The guys get in the car. And I said, hey, uh, I got your mask. And he was like, oh, man, I don't have a mask on, man. So um, uh, I'm just going to, you know, I don't have a mask. And I was like, well, it's your choice. This is uh, Uber has a policy now. No mask, no ride. He was like, oh, man. And then he pulls the fucking mask out of his pocket. He just didn't want to wear it. So all of a sudden, he's putting on the mask. He's wearing the mask and everything. That, so a lot of people, I had two rides that didn't want to put on masks. But the moment I said no mask, no ride. They're like, oh, snap. And then they all of a sudden their mask showed up. I'm like, come on, people. Well, I picked up uh, 
this one guy uh picked up this group this uh two girls and one guy they were like oh we're on our way they're at the one apartments i usually pick up all the time they're like we're on our way down i can barely understand them barely and they get in the car strong french accents oh we we and i'm talking she's just going off and and she goes, oh, today is my wedding day. She said, you know, with the French accent, I can't, don't ask me to try to do it, you know, because I'm, I'm worse at trying to impersonate. Uh, and so she's all telling me about, the, she's getting, she today's her wedding day. She got married because <laughs> she goes, I love my boyfriend and everything, but I had to, I had to go back to, I have to go back to France because my work visa went out and then they couldn't renew it. And he didn't want me to leave, so he just said, well, why don't we just get married and you can stay and still work? Because she wanted to stay because she was trying to get a work visa, right? And so they end up getting married, so now she can stay. And I was like, well, I hope it works out for you. I was, just, I was like, I was, uh, you know, how long have you been dating? He goes, we've been only dating for about a month and a half, something like that. And then I already married. I was like, well, it must be true love. She goes, yeah. And then she starts talking about how the French and all the love and everything. She goes, you realize we've been cussing a lot in French over here? And you realize that? I was like, yeah, no, I can tell. I can tell y'all are cussing in, in, in France because, one, you don't know it's cussing. But it sounds elegant <laughs> to cuss in France. Hey, Rick, you know how I know you're gay? Shut up. <laughs> no, you, I, just, I just started thinking about uh, The Matrix. Oh, okay. Well, the guy was like, "I like to curse in France," and he says all the curse words, and everyone's like, "It's like you, sh- it's it's like you're shitting on silk." <laughs> I wipe my ass with silk. Take uh, forever to clean. <laughs> but anyways, I took them. the The road that I took them to it was a, another downtown apartment where her boyfriend was at. And I get there, and I'm all like, "Um, I can't." They're like, no, no, we'll get out right here because we know you can't get <laughs> you can't get there because the road. Literally, I have to turn onto the side street because if you go to that road, it just goes down about five feet. Okay. And I'm like, and it's not a a coast down like that. No, it's it's here ledge, boom, five feet, and I'd I'd be fucked. <laughs> and so they got out the car, and I was like, all right, that was kind of here and there. Then I get one guy, which you would love this guy. He was talking about sports the entire time, fantasy football, NFL, NBA, uh, MLB. He jumped into hockey. He went back to uh, NFL because he was talking about his fantasy football league on how everything is. He's he's a Cowboy fan, too. And I said, oh, you would have been really good with my cousin. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that no more. That's my stuff, bro. But anyways. Too soon. Too soon? Too soon? Uh, but anyways. Uh, uh, so we were talking the whole time going, and this took me out fucking north side. Dropped him off. All of a sudden, I got, I'm got i going all up and down Kirkendall. And Miguel, for $1 million, spell Kirkendall. <laughs> That's Fuqua. Oh, Fuqua. Anyways. Uh, and so I go down, and when I picked up, I picked up this one girl at a Mexican restaurant. She's a, a waitress there, so I picked her up to take her home. And I had to ask her. I said, "Hey, uh, her name was I think was Amanda." I said, "Amanda, do you mind if I ask you a question?" And we're jumping back on the Kirkendall. And she goes, "Oh, she goes, yeah." I said, "What is going on with that 
like literally right down the street. I go, what is going on with that car wash right there? Everybody is going to that car wash. She goes, really? I said, you see all these cars right here in front of us? It was a line that went at least three or four city blocks Jesus. in that area. I was like, she goes, oh, my God. I said, like, yeah, they're going into that car wash. And she started looking. She goes, oh, that's the car wash they turned into a haunted house. So you get your car wash at the same time they have, it's like a haunted house. So you, it's all social distancing. And they're scaring you and everything while you're in your car wash, and then you you go through. I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but the, yeah, the line was ridiculous. It went all the way fucking down. Everybody's just like, I'm gonna get a car wash and I'm gonna get scared. And you're gonna have to clean the inside because you shit yourself. But anyways, and then it's funny. I get to the area, uh, Kirkendall and Roads mm-hmm. is what it's called. That area, and which is funny, not funny, but kind of ironic that uh, a lot of accidents happen right there, that corner. And I understand now because in that area of Kirkendall, you can drive fast. And then people on roads, if you don't, the ones that are driving fast that are on Kirkendall are not paying attention to the goddamn light. And they'll come off of roads and hit. And that's on, lo and behold, something happened like that this morning in that area. Because when I saw that on the news this morning, I was all like, oh, I was in that area. I'm glad I pay attention. I didn't cause shit. Anyways, I dropped her. Man, I took her all the way into a neighborhood. I was like, where the hell am I at? And there was no way that I actually went under 99 right there, but there was no access to get onto 99. Oh, man. Yeah, that's how deep she was into that that neighborhood. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dropped her off. Finally, I got got a ride back into town, back into the fucking AIG area. Dropped off some more people. Uh, I picked up these two, and I was going down. And uh, I don't know, this might have been last week. It was a black guy and a white guy. A black guy and a, and a white girl. And I couldn't go all the way to emancipation. No. So ugly she a guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I was getting my stories, but I couldn't go down the street because there was a whole bunch of cops. And I was like, he was like, yeah, it's going to take you back that way. You want to go this way. He was kind of giving me to go a different way. I said, fine. I went this way. I finally got out of that area and went towards where they were at, which was over on West Gray and Dallas area. That, you know, over there. And the guy was, they were talking. And it looked like they were, they were work, like colleagues. Because this is coming out of an uh, office party. And the area where all the cops were at, I think there was a shootout. Because the guy says, yeah, I think it was a shootout down there. So I was like, oh, okay. And so we went, we got all the way to the area. And I'm hearing them talk. And she's all, she has two stops. One for him and then hers. And they're sitting there, and they're talking, and, and all of a sudden, she's like, she goes, uh, she goes, oh, are we going to do your stop? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, she goes, do you think I should, she goes, do you think I should get off here with you? You know, do you, do you think if you're okay, you're okay being off right here? You know, she's all concerned about his safety and everything. And I'm all, I was like, well, he's a black man in kind of a white neighborhood here in my head. I'm all nice. like, <laughs> I'm like, he goes, yeah, yeah, I think I'll feel safer if you're with me and everything. And she's like, okay, yeah. So she took the other stop off. Uh-huh. And so that was the last stop. Right. And so she goes, she goes, all right. So she gets out the car, and I turn around, I look at the black guy, and we pounded. <laughs> we pounded. I was like, I know what you're doing, fool. He was like, yeah. We pounded. We did a fist bump, and he got out the car. I was like, this motherfucker here. Smooth fucking talker. <laughs> That was fucking amazing. Uh, 
And then uh, the next one I had, uh, towards the end of the night, I had a couple of more rides. Towards the end of the night, I was over 290 area and uh, picked up at this one bar. Now, I went, and when I pulled in, I was like, oh, I can't be on the street. So I pulled into the parking lot, which is right there where the side door is, and I go around. The, the cop has me go in this one area, and I realized where I, where I kind of parked the car. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm actually in the entranceway to come, or the, 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 you know, the driveway to come in and out. I was like, well, let me back up. I turn around, look behind me, and it's a minivan that's behind me. Well, not directly behind me, but it's parked. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I got about a good uh, about a good half a car length to back up. So I start to back up, and I back up just a little bit so this wild-ass kid, kids come around in their Civic. And I'm talking, they pretty much peeled out, almost hit me in the front. Came into the parking lot, peeling their wheels and everything, making smoke go everywhere. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck? All of a sudden, they get out, they shut the door, and I, I just, I'm like, what the, I don't see shit. All I see is smoke. All I see is dust every fucking way. I'm like, God damn. They're getting out, and they're all laughing and joking, and the cop's like, y'all need to stop that shit. And then they're like, ah, they're talking back to the cop. The cop just get to because the cop's there for security. And the cop just get your ass in the goddamn, because he knows the regulars there. So they go in there, and I'm all like, God dang. So I sit there, and I realize the truck's kind of come out, and I know it's not as big as It's bigger than the Civic, so I need to really back up. So I hit reverse, and I'm like, I can't see shit. I back up. All of a sudden, I hear, I said, did I just bump into something? I said, I know I had a, a good distance away from that minivan. I was like, don't give me that. The truck went around and took off. And then I sit there. I'm like, what the hell? And I roll a little bit forward. And I get out the car, mm-hmm. and the cop comes over and he goes, "Oh man!" And uh, those fucking assholes parked behind me. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, so you hit the kid's car? So I hit the kid's car. Oh wow! But I didn't hit it. I rubbed it. Okay. Because the they were they were further back, and then when I hit it, I, hit, I rubbed their back bumper with the car, and then the cop comes over there and he goes. Did they they parked right behind you and you were backing up when you had, I had he saw my reverse lights on too, mm-hmm. and I go yeah and I could I did not know they parked behind me one it's a black Civic, mm-hmm. and two the, all the dust, mm-hmm. and I was like damn, and the cop goes he goes ah you got no damage on your car anyways, uh, I was like they're just like black marks from their car, and then I was like he goes and there's black there's a white streak on their bumper. And I was like, oh, shit. And the cop, this is, this is coming from the cop. And the guy comes out and he goes, hey, you Rick? I said, yeah. He gets in the car. I said, yeah, get in the car. The cop goes, fuck them motherfuckers, man. Just go. Nice. I said, I pound the cop and I took off. <laughs> so they have a big white streak. But that's their fucking fault because I didn't know what the fuck. I did not know they got fucking right behind my ass. I could not see it. It was dusty. And the one, there was, why would you park right behind me with my reverse lights on? And then the cop fucking tells me, fuck that. Fuck the motherfuckers. I say I saw nothing. <laughs> I've like pounded the cop. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> but other than that, like, after that, I picked up another guy that was by Brook Hollow where I used to work at. And the Mr. Submarine. I remember Mr. Submarine. I took you there once for. I don't remember for, Mr. Submarine. That's right there off of Mango. 
I was like right there in that area, and I drove by. I was like, "Is it still here?" And I was like, "Mister Submarine is still here." I'm gonna have to come back here. My brother wants me to go back there and get a sandwich and send it to him in Oklahoma. I thought you have. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I was like, I need to go back there. I need to go back and get a sandwich. I'm looking down where I my old job right there. You know, they tore the buildings down. Yeah. But now it's a shopping center. Nice. There's Ross and all that there. I was like, damn, it's all bright. Then I picked up the one guy from, there's a club right there by the Mexican restaurant we used to go to. And I picked him up and took him all the way to Highway 6. But I didn't realize, every time I always saw that club when I was there, I was like, oh, it's just a Spanish dance club. No, it's a Spanish gay dance club. I was like, because I noticed I was all. I know it's a dance club, but all I see is guys. And then I started noticing that all I see is guys walking, holding hands. I'm like, oh. You want to see that dance store? No, I don't. <laughs> no. No. I was like, okay. It just reminded me about the guy I picked up at this pool hall. I thought it was pool. Is this pool hall? He goes, yeah, it's a gay club. <laughs> Honestly, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Ubering for going on three and a half years, maybe a little bit, about give or take. You know, it's about, I know it's been three years. Miguel's been doing it for what, two, uh, probably something like that. Never realized how many gay clubs we have in Houston. I only know of three now, <laughs> four now. <laughs> I've ran into a lot of Montrose, so there's a lot of gay clubs there. And I didn't realize there's some other places that were gay clubs that I didn't know about. Miguel knows where a lot of swinger clubs are at. Apparently, yeah. What the hell? But, you know, that's not even the problem. As I'm driving, I got the radio on. It keeps on telling me to come out there on October the 23rd. Their grand reopening. Chica's Cabaret off of 45. We're nude all the time. BYOB. After a <laughs> certain time, it's just, it's just lights out. $2,000 grand prize, but you got to be there collecting. Chica's Cabaret on I-45. Now the proud sponsors of Critical Thinking Podcast. Chica's Cabaret. <laughs> we got to go win that $2,000. I know, right? So we going? <laughs> Girlfriend going to kick my ass, but yeah. we go. It's all nude. Ooh, ooh, I'm talking like like top and bottom nude. Like ain't nothing. As long as we win the $2,000, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, baby, hey, I'm going to tell your girlfriend what you did to the stripper club. At Chica's Cabaret off of 45. And- <laughs> it's like, we're going to win the $2,000. What they're going to want us to do is win the two grand and then put it back in towards the club. But our ass is going to walk out after we win it. That's right. <laughs> and, but, you know, we should contact them. Hey, you know, being sponsored, you know, Chica's Cabaret sponsoring Critical Thinking Podcast. It's like Chico's butt for the, for the Bad News Bears. That's how I'm going to contact them tomorrow. Hey, y'all need, some, y'all need some, some love? We give you the love. We got a lot of followers in Houston. We can hook you up. We'll give out free tickets and free passes. Chica's Cabaret probably sponsoring the Critical Thinking Podcast. That's funny. Then we can change our names. You be Rick the Dick and I can be Mig the Slick. <laughs> Down here, Chica's Cabaret. Come down here, see Chastity, cause she really ain't chast. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I can. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> Wolfman Jack, come to you live from Chica's Cabaret, I forty five. Goddamn! Everybody's gonna listen to the damn. We gotta go to Chica's Cabaret. What the hell is this place? I know, right? I heard that. I heard the commercial like thirty times. So I was like, shit, I can do this commercial. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. We get out there. It's like, um, it's kind of ghetto, man. <laughs> well, yeah, it's off of 45, and I forgot what the other side street was, but I can look it up real quick. 45 yeah. South? Uh, that's that's going to Galveston, right? Yeah. No, it's 45 North. Same same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up, man. You can't be saying that, bro. That's just, that is, like, so wrong. I mean, that is, like, dude, that ain't even right. 
Well, tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong, bro. Have you been there? <laughs> well. Well. Hey, shit, I got it right here. Oh, shit, he really did look it up, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Anyways. Let me see exactly. That's our Uber stories, but he's looking up the Chica cigarette. Yeah. Quick. I, I'm just ending, you know, ending the Uber Uber oh, story segment. You may not want to go, bro. It's something about guns, point. Yeah, I knew it. Say, I knew it. Knew it right away. Chica's cabaret. <laughs> Over in Guns Point. Damn, Chica's cabaret got its own website. Most most strip clubs do, man. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. See, uh, he's still looking. He's still trying to figure I'm out. Trying to find out that money. Let me see here. Yeah, yeah. Houston's number one all new stop, Chica's Cabaret. Whoa! <laughs> he's all pulling up pictures. Like, look at this one. Look at Whoa. this one. Look at this. <laughs> Looks like a fun place, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for, though. I'm looking for the. He's looking for the, the how you win the two thousand dollars. Exactly, but I seem to get nothing but that. <laughs> They're not being socially distant. I'm just saying. It's, it's like, oh, okay, you win two grand if you can ride the ride the cow. No, 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 no. Where the fuck's the that? longer you stay on, the longer you win. I know, but you go to Chica's Cabaret right there off of forty five. I went about Guns Point. Chica's Cabaret, proud sponsor of Critical Thinking Podcast. God damn. <laughs> Go in there and I tell him Rick the Dick sent you from Critical Thinking Podcast. Chica's Cabaret. <laughs> Anyways. Open Houston's number one nice spot for all new Chica's Cabaret. <laughs> BYOB, bring your own bring. Own drinks. You know what I'm saying? And BYOD, bring your own dick. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's kind of move on here. Let's go on to our next segment here. Let's, let's jump into sports. Let's, go get, right. let's get into the NFL talk. That's right. NFL talk to you brought to you by Chica's Cabaret of I 45. <laughs> Cue in the Monday Night Music. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, football was quite boring this weekend. And uh, no, I'm just joking. Dude, there were some serious games that were going on. It was crazy. And, you know, I found out from, from the Red Zone that this particular season, there's always been one team that's been down 21 plus points and has come back to win every week. Yes, that's happened at least one to one team. Obviously, Dallas was one of them. One of the times, came back and beat the Falcons. But this week, it was the uh, Dolphins who were getting shellac by Joe Barrow and the Bengals. They came back and beat them Bengals, bruh. The final score there was Miami 31, Cincinnati 27. It was 21 to nothing at one point. Damn. But we all know the story about your beloved Texans. Now, here's the, I'm going to put him on blast, but you know what? I understand. Romeo Cornell decided after y'all got that touchdown to go ahead, had to kick the field goal, it'll put you up by four, I think, right? Would have been four? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because it's dead. It would have been, been by four. So you wouldn't be able to kick the field goal, you still have to score a touchdown. But it, well, actually, no, it made it interesting. You wouldn't have to go to overtime because you didn't get the two point conversion. You wind up going in overtime. They scored a touchdown. Your defense couldn't stop these motherfuckers. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah Texas can't. They, they can't figure out how to stop the run. And Titans is a running team. But they stopped the run early on to get to get caught up. So all of a sudden they couldn't stop it. That's the, that was the thing I couldn't understand. They either they went into prevent or whatever they changed. They didn't do the same scheme they did before. They were playing it safe, I think, and that's why they were able to get down so fast. And that was a bad. I hate. I mean, okay, I'm not a Texan fan in any way. I laugh at the misery. I really do. 
But I felt bad for them because they should have won. That was an amazing comeback, and they should have won that fucking game. I understand Cornell going for the two to make it a four-point game and make it impossible for them to you know, to win the game. Or it was going to make a difference where they couldn't win the game. They couldn't tie the game, no matter what, even if they went for two. Or they were going to have to go for two or some shit. I forgot what it was. But to, to, to have that shit happen was just like, that's just crazy. And I'm like, I couldn't believe that just happened. And it was, it was just like, man. And I felt really bad. It was like, it was tough to watch them lose that game. Then you watch Nick Foles and them Chicago Bears. They were losing to the Panthers, too. They came back on. 23-16. Your, your Bears are now 5-1. Damn. Broncos and Patriots. This is funny to me. Broncos suck. Patriots beat them. I mean, the Broncos beat them, didn't they? Yeah, Patriots suck, too. Cam Newton. Token again. They didn't score a goddamn touchdown to the second half in the fourth quarter. It's some funny outfits he's wearing. He needs to go back to normal. Yeah. The Broncos kicked six field goals for the 18 points they got. That's how they won. 18 to 12. The funny part is Cam had the ball with a chance to move them to win to go win the game, and they fucked up again. And they all end up losing. It's ridiculous. He threw interceptions. It was pretty bad. The only game I didn't think that was very exciting was the Cleveland Brown uh, Pittsburgh game. Yeah. They Pittsburgh just beat the shit out of Cleveland. I mean, they beat them 38 7. was terrible. Oh, that was one sided. Yeah. Now, Ravens Eagles. You know, I hate me some Eagles. I hate me some Eagles with a passion. I can't stand them because, you know, I'm a Boys fan. So when the Ravens were beating their asses 23 to nothing, I was laughing my ass off. Then it was 23-3. Next thing I know, or it was 23-7 or some shit like that. Next thing I know, all of a sudden Baltimore can't move the fucking ball no more. Then they score one more time and make it 30. I'm like, okay. Next thing you know, it's 30-28. Eagles got the ball with a chance to go for two to tie the game. Oh, shit. With less than a minute to go. Couldn't do it, though. He almost did it. Had that one guy didn't wave his arms like a goddamn helicopter, he wouldn't have tipped that ball. The, the, the guy in the end zone would have caught it, and it would have been tied. But then they got the ball back. They tried an onside kick. They tried to stop him. They didn't. Lamar Jackson ran the ball on the outside, ran for 40 yards, whatever, got first down, and that ended it. But the Eagles came back, bro. Carson Wentz, you know, much love to this guy on this particular game. Dude was getting hit harder than a white man. In... <laughs> no, he was getting beat up, bro. He took so many sacks. He took a couple of vicious sacks. Out. I thought, like, dude, pull him. Pull him out. Let him go rest. Let the other guy get hit because he was getting killed. And, I mean, he was getting hit. And they couldn't do shit. And then, finally, Eagles defense woke up and, you know, like, damn. So, that was that was uh, interesting. And so, it was a lot of games like that. The Falcons, bro. Also, like the Texans fired their coach. Got a dub. <laughs> the shitty Vikings. <laughs> Yeah, the Vikings scored 23 points, but that was like two touchdowns at the end of the game. No one cared anymore. It was already over. But do you know the Falcons have dropped like almost 30-something points each game that they've lost so far? Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Defense can't stop nobody. But, yeah, so they won. Shittiest game on another shittiest game was the Washington, Washington football team versus the New York Giants. I can't believe Washington just – what the hell? They lost. They lost to the fucking Giants. Fucking quarterback threw more interceptions and then, man, I just fucking it was a shitty game. I'm like, this game sucks. How you gonna lose to the fucking Giants? But yeah, Jaguars and Lions game was pretty cool. Watching uh, Gardner Minshew do his thing, it was funny. But they were really off match. Matthew Stafford and the Lions are at a whole new level. They got Adrian Peterson. They got DeAndre Swift from Georgia. They're a way better team. But the funny thing is, the Jaguars had a kicker who kicked his first NFL kick in that game. 
he was a soccer player, long field snapper, never kicked any field goals. So in that game, live, he kicked his first field goal, made it. Then came back for another field goal, missed, but then came back and got the extra point. And the next time the Jaguars scored, instead of going for the kid field goal, they went for two and didn't get it. But, yeah, so he was two for three for the first time in the NFL. So I thought that was kind of cool. And he was just a soccer kicker because they've had five other kickers before him. No, four of the kickers before him, and they all got hurt. Hamstring, leg, ankle, hamstring. Dang. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Back to the Bengals and the Colts. Man, Joe Burrow was looking good, man. I don't know what the hell happened. I just know Philip Rivers just went stupid. <laughs> and started throwing it all over the place. I'm like, what the freaking hell? And it was just crazy. So that was just good. Dolphins beat the Jets. So that's Ryan Fitzmagic Mag- Fitz just going stupid out there. And guess what? They're beating them so bad in the last two and a half minutes, Tua time came out. Tua Totovalova came out. And Fitzpatrick's on the bench just clapping his hands like crazy, man. All excited for him to get on the field. That's mm-hmm. Fitzmagic. And you know what? You got you to take your hat, hat off to him because he's a class act. Man's played for almost any every team in the NFL. And I know you're looking at that other score. I switched it off the red zone and quickly went to the Fox because I wanted to see this game. I didn't give a shit about the Dolphins-Jets game because those are the only two games in the afternoon. I want to see the Packers and the Bucks. <laughs> I watched A.A. Ron take that ball the first time go down and score like it wasn't shit. I mean, he moved it and they kicked the field goal. I was like, what the fuck? Why'd you stop doing what you were doing? You moved the ball with no problem. But they got fancy, fucked up, and they had to kick the field goal. Then all of a sudden, they go down and score a touchdown. Like, and Green Bay, Tampa Bay did shit. I was like, oh, this is going to be a blowout. Tom Brady going to look bad. So I don't want to see no more. I already exhausted from all the other games earlier in the day. So I kind of set it off a little bit when I'm dissing. I came back and like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Next time I knew Tom Brady throw for two touchdowns, two some odd yards, some shit like that. Now leads career touchdowns for Tampa Bay. Passed Brad Johnson in, the, in his first six games or some shit like that. And next you know, Tampa Bay goes up there and beat him 38-10. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was like, Are you, what? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Hey, Ron running for his life. And so I'm like, what the hell? That was just crazy. I didn't really see the Rams 49ers game. The Rams should have won, considering they're a better team. But Garoppolo was back, and the 49ers beat him 24-16, which wasn't really great. And, of course, last Tuesday, we saw the, the Chiefs beat the Bill. Thursday. Last Monday. You know, but then Monday, yeah, it was just terrible. So, but then, of course, Tuesday, Buffalo lost, you know, whatever. That was, that's an old, old game from the previous week. But anyway, yeah. So, tonight, we got the Cardinals and the Cowboys. And right now, it looks like, uh, let's see who got the ball. Dallas got the ball at their own four-yard line right now. And they're going to run the ball. And Zeke going to eat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of Dallas, uh, uh, I know Dak came out and said his uh, surgery was successful. Yes. Yes, it was. And everything. My dad and I were talking about it. It's like uh, either he can come back next year. He can still play. But that was he still should be able to play. He's just going to be stiff. They're going to have to take the hell out of him. But he's not going to be a running quarterback anymore. <sighs> Never know, man. You don't know what's going to happen. He probably may, may, not, may not even get to play again. Don't know the extent of the injury. Don't know how it's going to affect him as a player, a uh, running quarterback. If he's going to be stationary now. Probably will be. Probably won't run as much. But the question is, is he going to be playing for Dallas or not? True. Because he's franchise tagged for this year, so he doesn't have a contract. Don't, Jerry didn't pay him his money. I don't think Jerry's definitely not going to pay him money now, considering he's damaged. It's You look at it two ways. You look on Jerry's perspective, like, Phew. I saved me some money. You look at Dak's perspective, like, damn, that's fucked up. All the shit he's done for you and you didn't pay him his money, now look what happened to him. And he's a good guy. He's a damn good guy, liked by the league. He is no one, I mean, he really is liked by the league. Even though he plays for Dallas and everybody in the world hates Dallas, 
the NFL, a lot of players on different teams really like Dak. They have nothing but good things to say about Dak. And, you know, it's a sad thing. To say. I hope he comes back. I hope he's able to play. I hope Dallas does keep him, and I hope he gets his money. Yeah, that's the only thing is that a lot of people, they, they might get mad at Jerry, but you got to look at a business perspective on that part. Yeah, but see, that's the other thing I don't understand. You paid Zeke, you should have paid Dak. Dak is your is the quarterback. Remember, remember now, guys, and I'll say this, that being a quarterback in the NFL is great. It's the greatest thing in the world. I don't know. I've never played. But so it's because it would be a great position. You're the leader of the team. You need everything else. Being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, taking words from Bill Parcells, former Giants coach, former Cowboys coach, that's like being a movie star rock star. Because you're the quarterback of the number one franchise, the most expensive franchise in the world, the highest rank, uh, money-making franchise in the world. It's number one. And it's the Dallas fucking Cowboys. And they're beloved and hated by everybody. So it's like you're a rock star. So the, the spotlight is even more on you than it would be anywhere else. I would say... So you yeah. should have paid your fucking quarterback who was breaking fucking records and shit. I, I understand. But I'm also... This is where I get to the players. If you're going to get that franchise tag, be sure you put a clause for in case you do get injured. Cause, well, we uh, don't know if there was anything else like yeah, that or not. that's what I think. That's cause according to the way the contract works and he was in franchise tag... He didn't have an injury clause. It does. That's what it kind of looked like to me. Well, you know, uh, in college, the football players, when they're juniors, whatever, they're getting ready to come out or whatever, they're going to Heisman Trophy, whenever they're going for that kind of stuff, and you know, they're looking pretty hot. They get insured. They insured themselves. They insured their legs, their arms, or whatever it is for the money in case they get injured and they can't make it to the NFL. So they get that money. That's actually legit. There's been players, they, they put themselves million dollar insurance policies on themselves because they need it. Yeah. Because you. If you got the golden arm, all of a sudden you get a dislocated. You can't throw no more. Well, then what the hell are you going to do? Well, it looks like I should have been studying class. Guess I'm going to get that degree in basket weaving. Make baskets. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Are there breaking news? The Rockets no longer have a general manager. Well, the current general manager stepped down. He stepped down, yeah. Yeah, so now the interim general manager was behind Ethan and is going to take over. So, kind of interesting. Uh, Daryl Moore is stepping down now. Yeah. You see the writing on the wall? I don't know. When people start stepping down like that, they start to see the writing on the wall and realize this team has gone as far as it can, and he's put them in too much of a hole that he can't do anything about it. That's usually what happens. Now, let's look at it. we got Westbrook. we got Harden. There's a lot of money tied up in there. we got other contracts, people we signed and we let go and whatnot and everything else. Maybe we are in a situation where there's nothing you can do. That's probably why we have Mr. I want to bring a COVID woman up to my room. Uh, <laughs> you know, other people that can't make a fucking shot. This team is built a certain way. There's probably not enough, enough maneuvering room. And if there is... You're probably going to wind up dealing Harden or Westbrook away, and you're going to have a team that's going to finish probably dead last. Probably going to have to be a rebuilding season. Um, a couple of them, probably. Yeah. Because you're going to have to eat some money, eat some contract, eat some stuff, and then go from there. So well, we need a coach first. Yeah, I know so they I, I know they talked to Van Gundy. I know we had him before, but I don't know why they were talking to him Fuck again. the retreads, man. Fuck the retreads. I, I love the man. I mean, I guess I love the man. I met the man. He's a nice guy, but retreads can't work. We can't do the same shit all over again. It didn't work back then. What the fuck makes you think it's going to work now? With the talent you got now, you think you're going to be able to do something else and maybe change it to play your style? It doesn't work that way. Get a new brand. They, they were talking. They wanted to speak to, it wasn't Blake's fault. It wasn't Blake's fault. Well, you know, uh, but he went to the 76ers. And uh, there's somebody else talking to another old coach about bringing him in. Dude. Go grab you a college coach with a bright mind and, and can and can coach kids that are fucking high school players and they went to college and now look at them play. 
Those are the guys you want. You want new minds. You want some new shit, new blood. Or get you an assistant coach that's been under other coaches. I mean, you look at the coaching trees in the NFL. Bill Parcells has a shit ton of coaches that play that are coaching now. Same thing with Andy Reid. Same thing with and look how well they're doing. New coaches, new blood. Don't retread. Don't go back. Is Bill O'Brien gonna coach again? I'll fucking kill your ass if he does. Jason Garrett is an offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. He's not a head coach anywhere. He got to earn that spot back. He got to earn his brand back. But he may never get back there again. But that, the retreading has got to stop. I'm sorry. It's just not going to work that way. Fuck, you want to retread? Go get Rudy Tom Jonovich. See if we can win again. Oh, wait. He can't stay out the sauce. So, what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They talk to, they talk to a lot. Um, a lot of the coaches. I just I, that was the last one I heard. They were talking to Van Gundy about it. Uh, I forgot they talked to one guy with the with Seventy Sixers. Yeah, that's a Doc uh, Doc Rivers. Yeah. My problem is, and I understand you want to win, and I understand we went to the playoffs. We exited playoffs ago. Our playoffs ago. We never got past this round. Our best shot when we lost to the Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. And Dan Tony was the coach. Look at the team you gave him as the years have gone out. The team wasn't as talented as that. It had some talent, but it still wasn't up to that talent. Westbrook was also injured at some points, and so you know, so it's it's mess. I think it's kind of like the NFL. Jeff Fisher coached for the Tennessee Titans for over ten seasons. He coached for a long time, so he was able to do a lot of different things. I think a basketball coach needs more than just fucking five years. What Dan told me is here five, six. I don't know. I think if you let him coach a couple more years and continue to twerk the damn thing for him and get the right places for him, I think you win. I just don't think you can, this NBA time, you can't turn that shit around in five years unless you got a super team. And not even that. LeBron and AD. LeBron is considered the greatest player in the basketball game right now. That's fine. AD's really good. He's top 10 too, probably. Giannis is out of this world. But he has nothing behind him. Your current, uh, he was an MVP. Nothing with him. He has a couple of Second stringers, B players, whatever, but they're not good enough. You need somebody else with him. Rumors are he may go to Dallas. That'll make Dallas an instant fucking goddamn challenger because then you have Luka Doncic, him, and fucking some of the other guys that are on that team. Hardaway, and uh, they'll be instant. And then you got uh, uh, what's his name? The center. Uh, Persingas? Dallas is an instant. If he goes there, Dallas is an instant, instant top running for the championship. I'm telling you right now. I believe it. I strongly believe it. But I think you got rid of D'Antoni too soon. I think you should have gave him another two years and continue to tweak the roster so it goes and fits. Now, we might not going to win. And I, Kobe Bryant made a statement a while back when he was talking many years ago how when you go into the playoffs, it's not like the regular season. It's not like I'm playing Rick and then I'm playing Eric and I'm playing that. No, I'm playing you. Four out of seven. Best out of seven. So you were going to technically see each other no less than four and possibly as many as seven. I have to have more than just a game plan A. Because if that's my only game plan, you know, and that's how coaches coach right now. They believe we're going to run our plays and run our plays, and that's our offense. Offense said, you got to try to stop us. Well, if I'm going to play you seven times in a row, I'm going to see it. Once I stop you, it's over. You need to be able to adapt, to change, to have a different game plan. The Rockets don't have that. It's shoot the three and run. Shoot the three and run. Maybe dump it inside every once in a while or pick and roll, pick and roll. That's it. There is no secondary backup plan. 
The only thing that was different this time around is the Rockets, at the time, before they got knocked out, had the best defense in the playoffs. Yeah, go figure. We had the number one defense in the playoffs through the first two rounds. They just didn't have... All of a sudden, the offensive court, uh, cohesion fell apart, and then we met a better team in LeBron, and we the matchups were not in our... Who was going to cover Giannis? I mean, who was going to cover AD? We had nobody tall enough for him. Because guess what? We got rid of our tall guys to play small ball. Yeah. So, had we maybe had a, a Capella or somebody big, a Dwight or some shit like that, off the bench, might have been able to hang out there with AD a little bit. But look, the Lakers had Dwight, AD, LeBron, Kuzma. It just goes on. So, there was a lot to re- – the height-wise was their advantage. And it was not ma- – had we not faced the Lakers, it, you know, it might have worked up for the Rockets and we probably could have made it to the finals. Now, could the Rockets have beaten the Bulls? We probably ran into the same situation there again. Butler would have been there. They could have, might have been able to stop Butler, but who's going to stop Siakam? Siakam is taller than anybody on our team. So it, it's the same thing. It's all about matchups. And that's the biggest problem. The Rockets didn't have another game plan to go to when their main game plan got stopped. They relied on defensive stops, and when that failed you, they had nothing else. So that's the biggest problem I feel there with the what, Rockets. What big guys do you think Rockets should get now? I don't even know what big guys are available. I know. I had a guy, like I said, the one guy that was talking all sports. He mentioned, and I'm all like, I don't know. What do you think? He said, what if Rockets get Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin only dunk. I know. He doesn't have a shot outside. That's 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 not what you need. He was all saying he has a shot. He has a three-point. He can shoot threes. I'm like, are you sure? Who the hell wants him to shoot? That's the goddamn problem now. We need a big guy that wants to stay in the paint. I go, we got, I, that's what I told him. I said, no, we, I go, if you want a big guy, you want him in the middle. You want him in the paint. You want him in there to, to catch rebounds and make two-point shots and we can't make the, the, the long ball. Now, Blake used to be able to rebound his ass off in there and then dunk. That's fine, but he's a little bit older now. But I don't necessarily know that he's going to stay in the paint anymore. He's probably going to want to roam outside. You need a big guy that can do that, can stay down there. There's some bigger guys, younger guys right now, like the Joker and shit like that. Joker plays in the post, but Joker also goes out of three. The game has fucking changed. Centers don't stay out in the fucking lane in the post no more. But you got some centers that do. All right, and even if they don't, they go from the outside. So you need a center that can move. And go, I just have to go to the draft. And then again, how many draft picks do we have and what do we have? Yeah, I know. So that's the other part. See, I think that's the, I think that's why he stepped down. I think he hamstring realized he saw the writing in the law and said, "There's no more movement I can do to make this team any better. I can't do anything." And I've given away this, this, and this, and we have to wait a couple of years. I'm not going to last, so I might as well just go now. Yeah, he did. He did everything to get Westbrook. Yeah. So you know, it's you make deals like that. It's like the Yankees. They made a shit ton of deals to get who they wanted. It didn't work out for them. Then they had to restructure and re-go through the whole thing and try to rebuild real quick, and they did. And now they're in a position where they can buy players again and look at them. They made a run. And they're a couple players away from making a stronger run next year. But, you know, they just got lucky. The Astros just took it to them. But, yeah, so it's like it was the Rays to beat the Yankees. The Rays, the Rays beat the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. So the Rays, you know, the Rays beat the Astros. Yeah. So the Rays, I don't know who they're going to play. Who won that game? Dodgers or? Dodgers. Fucking shit. I hope the Rays kill them. Yeah, I hate the die. I wanted the Braves to win. But anyway, uh, so yeah, there's so much going on with that. And out of your Astros, not an Astros fan. I would have liked to see them won so they could have put the stigma of the cheating thing behind them. They made it pretty far anyway, so it's still enough to get them there and say, hey, we didn't cheat to get her. Just so we got talent. You know, They got hurt, though. Yeah, that was the problem. They had a lot of players hurt toward the end. And just think if their full player, Ross, would have been there, how it might have been a different story. Yeah. So next year could be interesting. And the COVID has messed up a lot of things, too. So, like, the NBA, you didn't have the crowds in there. The football players, the NFL, you don't have a lot of people there either. So, it's it's really rough. It's really different. But 
That's my stand on the Rockets. I don't know what they're going to do. I have no what moves they can actually make. If they have this stuck, what they have, they have, then they got to play with it and figure out how to win. Figure shit out. You need a new coach. You know, maybe you get hardcore defense. Maybe you start running the fucking the floor, playing full court man press. But even then, you can't do it because you'll get tired. Yeah. But it, 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 I don't know, man. I have no fucking clue, and it's going to be rough because I don't see us winning a championship in a while. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. Uh, all right. Well, that's our little sports segment. Uh, that's kind of a big sports segment because uh, it's it's sports season now. I mean, come on. Because uh, it's hard for us. We here at Critical Thinking, yeah, we were here for, for all the nerdy things. We had the, the movies. Uh, we're kind of getting into the games here a little bit. But a lot of things, we, it's hard for us to do movie reviews for you all right now. It's hard for us to do anything. All the nerd, all the Comic-Cons, everything was all killed because of COVID. Yeah. So we so, expanded our thing. So we expanded our horizons and jumping into sports. But a little bit of news here now. we got the, the TV show Hellstrom. Which, again, our news segment is brought to you by Chicas Cabaret. Chicas Cabaret at <laughs> 545, all nude all the time. Make sure you go to the Grand Reopen for the $2,000 buyout. Get a chance to win. Show up there at Chicas Cabaret, I-45. Now sponsoring your boys, a Critical Thinking Podcast. Uh, we got Hellstrom that's on Hulu. This is introducing the kind of dark side of Marvel. Okay. Uh, this is uh, uh, kind of, again, where Ghost Rider and all that's going to come in more into play. Okay. On this one. And that starts on Hulu. It's already started on Hulu, so I'm actually going to have to go to... My Hulu app and start watching Hellstrom on there, so I can catch that one. Uh, Spider Man, uh, so they had some more stuff on Spider Man. Just basically about uh, they're still in talks. I think the they got the okay with Tobey Maguire, so I think he is going to make his cameo on it, uh, along with Venom is going to make uh, to- uh, Tom is going to make an appearance uh, on Venom. <laughs> And Miguel finds Chica's Cabaret on Twitter. Yeah, I know, right? That's pretty funny. I'm going to mess. Uh, well, anyways, uh, also, uh, Game of Thrones news. We have the prequel that they've been working, the uh, the prequel shows. Huh. Uh, it's I forgot the name of it, but it's the with the Targaryens and the, and the dragons. It's going to be all about the Dance of the Dragons, I think, or something like that. Interesting. Very interesting. And so, yeah, they already they already have their they cast like their king and so forth already for it already. Huh. And so, hopefully, I think it might be next year or the year after when it's going to come out. So you'll be able to have your Game of Thrones back, Miguel. My Game of Thrones. But it's you know won't be that shitty. Was it six season or AC eight season? Eight, eight season. It won't be that shitty eight season. Okay. Hopefully, they'll make up for it. We'll see. And so, other than that, like that, that's the only little bit of entertainment news I have. I know I have pre-ordered uh, Cyberpunk 20, 2099, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty forty nine, twenty nine, twenty nine. I like Spider Man. I don't know. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I got that one uh, on on pre-order already. So I got to finish paying for that one so I can do that game and re- review it for y'all. Also, I think I'm gonna try to get Watchdog Legion so I can play that one and review that one for y'all as, uh, as well. And again. Don't forget to go visit our sponsor, Chica's Cabaret on I-45. Again, Chica's Cabaret, number one new place in Houston. It's out there, brothers. Go out there and enjoy and try to get on the grand reopen and win that $2,000. Chica's Cabaret. Oh! God damn. This is going to be fucking hilarious. I'm going to laugh if they contact you. Like, hey, we heard the show. Damn, it's like a great positive. And they do fucking start sponsors. That's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah, so if you need to reach out to Chica's Cabaret, phone number is 346-800-3861. Tell them Critical Thinking Podcast sent you. Chica's Cabaret. God damn. <laughs> But anyways, uh, 
Other than that, that's about it. Like I said, all the like the music scene, like we like we always have the music scene and everything here. It's starting to come back in Houston a little bit. Uh, my friend Gene, his bands, whatever, uh, friends of the show, uh, Emily and uh, Red Iris, uh, I think they have a show starting to come up and everything too as well. Gotcha. Uh, but other than that, anything else, uh, Mr. The Big One? Well, you know... Just everybody get out there and help us and get Chica's Cabaret to get behind us. Well, it was really in that sponsorship, you know. Chica's Cabaret on 545. <laughs> Other than that, time for my final thought of the day. Final thought. Guys, I know we all love women. But if you marry one, stay with the one you marry. Don't go cheating around with somebody else. Because it's not fair to the wife you're married to and the woman you're cheating with. Emily, she's from Chica's Cabaret. They don't know I forty-five. <laughs> Go down there and sponsor them young ladies. <laughs> and that's all I got for you. I'm the Meg One. And I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us, thinking shit through one podcast at a time.